0: Romans chapter 14, we're starting verse 19, and we'll finish up Romans chapter 14 tonight. So, uh, the heading is The believer should find joy in serving God. Yes. The believer should find joy in serving God. Verses 19 through 23. The believer should find joy in serving God. Verses nineteen through twenty-three. So let's go ahead and read verses nineteen through twenty-three. Verse nineteen says, "Let us therefore follow after the things which make for peace, and things wherewith one may edify one uh, uh, edify another. For me, destroys not the work of God. All things indeed are pure." But it is evil for that man who eats with offense. It is good neither to eat flesh nor to drink wine nor anything whereby your brother stumbles or is offended or is made weak. Have you faith, have it to yourself before God. Happy is he who condemns not himself in that thing which he allows. And he who doubts is damned if he eats because he eats not of faith. For whatsoever is not of faith is sin. So remember. The last class we talked about. That we have freedom in Christ. But you (coughs) have stronger. What is referred to as stronger. And weaker brothers. Or sisters. Uh, Someone that is stronger in the faith. Is just someone that understands the liberty that he has because of what Christ has done. Right. Someone that is weaker in the faith is someone that's going to operate by law more than faith. They, they actually believe that by doing or not doing certain things uh, that by eating, not eating certain things that if they if they eat this, it's sin. And if they don't eat it, they're doing good. But that person doesn't understand what Christ did at Calvary and the liberty that we have because of Christ and what he's done. So the stronger brother is just someone that is what we would consider to be mature in the faith. They have an understanding of the finished work of Calvary and everything that Christ has provided for us. That we're justified by faith, not by works. We're justified, made right with God. By what we believe. That we believe in Christ and the cross. And through that, we're justified. Not by what we eat or don't eat. We understand what was accomplished in Calvary. So the stronger brother is that. And the weaker brother is that. Now just on face value, it's like, okay, well obviously the stronger brother is just... Uh, nailed it. And the weaker brother needs to just step it up. And somebody <laughs> needs to tell them that you know dude <laughs> but that's actually not what the scripture bears out the scripture actually bears out that the greater responsibility is on the stronger yes. one in the faith it says hey you that are stronger in the faith and know what you have the freedoms that you have in Christ this is what Paul says is a paraphrase. This is basically what Paul says. If you're the stronger brother, you know it. Now, if you go eat with someone who is a weaker brother and they, on whatever day, decide that they're not going to eat meat because they think that it's a sin, then even though you know it's not a sin, you should do what? Not eat meat. Because you could offend the weaker brother even though there's nothing wrong with eating or not eating yes, in the whole scheme of things it doesn't matter therefore do not demand that you get to express your liberty in Christ if it would hurt or defend <laughs> yeah. offend someone who is a brother they're saved. they are a brother or a sister. They just don't have a full... They don't... They they just might not know everything that they have in Christ and what was really done. So, now we get to this part in Romans chapter 14. The believer should find joy in serving God. Uh, so, refers to that which is produced by the Holy Spirit, not by man. The joy is produced by the Holy Spirit... Not by man. Do not tear down people. Uh, do not tear down people. God's work in people and the body of Christ as a whole over non-essential things, which is really what a lot of, a lot that has taken place in the sense that we have about like thirty different denominations, and most of them have split off over non-things that don't really matter. Mm-hmm. We kind of talked about this last, you know. We got me and my dad talked about it that there, there are denominations that really believe like the same thing. There's really no difference in the doctrinal yeah. beliefs. And I was like, well, well, I don't understand that, Dad. There's like no difference. And he said, well, it's just just power struggle. Somebody more. The split was probably politics, and you know they just say, "Well, oh, it was this," but really, because if you look at the doctrinal beliefs, they're pretty much exactly the same. So the split was over something that was so dumb. Yeah, yeah, and that's really that's what we see all these different things in the body of Christ. It's all stupid stuff, like. Well, that's it. They, they, oh my goodness, they believe that you can't eat. You can't eat pork. Well, that's I mean, my goodness, we can't. We, that's it. We can't have fellowship with them because they believe that you can't eat. I'm sorry. Well, oh, wait a minute. Who would that do? tell me? Let me know where you find that you can't have fellowship with them because they. They think you can't eat pork. Now, can you eat pork? Yes, you can. You got that freedom in Christ. All things are clean in Christ. What he did at Calvary was enough. And if you don't eat pork, it doesn't make you better. And if you do eat pork, it also doesn't make you better. So at the end of the day, yeah. you're both saved, right? If there's faith in Christ. Yeah. You're both saved. So that's that's really what comes down to fellowship. But yet we—that's what we talked about last time. We'll say one thing and then another thing all at the same time. If it's really not that big of a deal, then why would you not fellowship with the person? So we say, "Oh, well, that doesn't matter. It's about it's about what Christ did at the cross. That doesn't matter." Well, they say you, they say you can't eat pork, so they don't eat pork. Oh, well, we can't be fellowshiping with them if that's what they. Well, wait a minute. Didn't you just say that it didn't matter? <laughs> so even if they don't eat pork it has no bearing on their spiritual anything, it's just pork but yet we take, you see how we do it though, oh no it doesn't matter until all of a sudden you know, it just doesn't agree with us with them. oh now all of a sudden it's a big deal but like, well, it doesn't matter either way so what, they don't eat pork, they love the Lord right? they're saved, right? hello that's fine, you don't eat pork, don't eat pork, that's cool, and when I'm with you, I won't eat it. But when we ate together, I love pork steak. I didn't want to tell you about it. But if if you believe that, (coughs) if you believe that, you know, if you eat pork, that that you're not pleasing to the Lord, don't eat pork. Just don't push that on anybody else, but out of respect and love, I'm not going to eat it in front of you. That's right. The whole idea is the consideration for others. It is good to be strong in the faith. So I don't want you to think that by knowing and understanding your Christian liberties, it's it's not so good. You can't express anything. No, no, no. It's good to know the liberty that you have in Christ. It is good to be strong in the faith, knowing and understanding our liberties afforded to us by Christ. It is also good if we not avail ourselves at times of all these liberties for the simple reason that to do so might cause one to be offended or to stumble. So the motivating factor behind it all, the governing Principle In the body of Christ is not authority, it's what? Love. Love. Yeah. Yeah. love, we go back to the same thing. The governing principle is love. So if there's something that might cause you to stumble, I'm not going to do it around you even if I have the freedom to do it. Even though I have the freedom, free to make Christ. To eat all the pork steaks I want. Like if it might offend you. It's just a pork steak.
1: Yeah.
0: I'll live. <laughs> yeah. Praise <to> God. <laughs> the words. Stumbleth. Means to strike the foot against. To err from the truth. Something that could cause someone. To lose his or her soul. That's how serious. It it, it can actually be. That it could cause such. An offense. That that person would just. Like whoa. And could cause them so much trouble. That they actually. They actually lose the faith. The word offended means to wound one's spirit or to offend. Whatever action is brought about does not cause the individual to become stronger in the Lord, but rather weaker.
1: What was the definition again for offended? means to wound
0: one's spirit. I'm going to use this as an example. I'll keep it really vague. Uh, hopefully, nobody stones me for this. If so, Brother Larson said it. <laughs> <laughs> We're justified by faith in Christ and the cross. You, you believed in what Christ did at Calvary, and you were baptized into Christ, and you received the verdict. This, the the verdict that's the word I'm for. The verdict of justified, just as if you've never sinned. In the eyes of God, you are just like Christ. Perfect. Now, we look at ourselves and say, <laughs> no. But, but God says that it's just as if you've never sinned. Because you're hidden in Christ. You're baptized into Christ. So when God looks at you, he sees Christ. Jesus. That's it. He sees the righteousness of Christ instead of you. Praise God. Yes. He sees you as though you're yes. already glorified. Yes. Yes. Hmm. yes. That's how God sees each one of you. Because of your faith. So you got that by what? Doing something? No. no. You got that by faith. So now that i believe that now you definitely can't sell me because otherwise you have to disagree with what you just said was right. If you go watch a rated R movie have you lost your righteousness that you have in Christ? No. 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 Have you lost your salvation? No. Your faith is still in Christ? Is God less pleased with you now? Yes. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: No. You still, think still re- in Christ. remember it. Uh, this is where it's hard for us because it's like, what? How can he not? Yeah. You. It's either all of Christ or none. So you're gonna have to. We got to relearn some things. See, it is. I know the message of the cross, and I still sometimes like that. Uh, no, that's right. Okay. <laughs> what I think has to bend to the scriptures, not the other way around. So now. Here's where it gets good. You have the freedom to go watch that movie. You're not going to lose your salvation. Will it actually benefit your faith? No. No. Is it going to edify you in any way towards Christ? No. No. So... I'm not saying, I'm not making a law that says, thou shalt not watch rated right R movies. If you do, you're going to go to hell. I didn't say that because that I can't say that if I'm following what the scripture says. I cannot say that because then that is not the truth. What I can say is if you watch that, it will not benefit you in your walk with the Lord. And if you continue to pour that in, it's not going to benefit you in your walk with the Lord. Now, Here's where we get to this. You have the freedom to do that. But remember that if you demand your right to exercise that liberty that you have in Christ. Mm -hmm. That another brother or sister in the Lord that might not be so mature, so strong as you in faith. Will stumble at that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's true.
0: And they'll think, "Oh, okay. Well, well, they do it. So I'm going to go do it." Next thing you know, they walk away from the Lord. Oh,
1: right. Mm-hmm. That's true.
0: So, what, what what what's going to be the governing factor of your decisions? Your right to demand that you get your freedoms or love for your yeah. brother or sister in Christ. <laughs> see this. See that changes everything.
1: Everything does. Oh, yeah
0: because now there's no law that says that you can so I know you because I love my brothers and sisters in Christ right we had we had a Christmas party for Sarah's work uh, Saturday night most of these people are not saved. <laughs> I'm not an idiot I know what I mean hey, I know what's going to happen I didn't get saved until I was 24 I'm not done <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. so you know people are drinking and dancing and everything it's obviously not gospel music <laughs> I didn't dance I didn't dance I, I'm not going to dance
1: if you dance you're going to hell no
0: but I'm first of all an ambassador for Christ. Come on, yeah, that's it, dude. That's it. This is what will happen, because <laughs> once again, I'm not done. Well, he's a he's a minister, and he he's not out there dancing. Mm-hmm. So he obviously there's nothing wrong with it. Why not? won't go to hell for it, but it really doesn't benefit me in any way towards my faith and it won't benefit anybody towards their faith and their walk with the Lord. So, why would I do it? I ain't missing out on nothing, baby! (laughs) (laughs) I got everything I need in Christ. That's it. If I drink, I wouldn't lose my salvation. But that's one heck of a stumbling block. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. Yes. because now in in a way I basically said that it you really don't have to worry about changing to get set no, wait a minute hold up But isn't the whole point to be Christ like yeah but based off of scripture if you drink you're not going to go to hell can't say, based off of scripture, I cannot say that yeah. if you drink alcohol, God is going to cast you into the lake of fire. If you practice a lifestyle of drunkenness, tell you that's a different story. Yeah, that is. Mm-hmm. But we can't just say, see, this is where... What does the scripture say? But I can say with all the passion in the world, and mean it 100%, I ain't seen anything good come from alcohol yet. That's right. That's true. And I won't. That's true. So, as a believer, there's no law that says, Thou shalt not drink alcohol, but as a brother to another brother or sister... In Christ. If you do. You're not helping your faith at all. That's true. Yeah. And you may be causing a brother or sister. To stumble in their faith. Yes. So. What's more important to you. Your freedom. For something that is. Unnecessary and Yeah. Or. Even just. One person. Not walking away from the Lord when they could because you demand your liberties to drink love is to be the ruling guide and not our freedom of liberties Yes, man if we could just cool. grab that yeah. <laughs> could there's you so, say so many you things mean? that we have the freedom to do yes. that we just wouldn't because of what? Love. We genuinely care about my brother and sister's walk with the Lord. Uh, verse 22 says, Hast thou faith? is This is addressed to the strong. So it's addressed to those who understand the freedoms that they have in Calvary. That they understand what Christ has done. The one strong in faith should not run the risk of injuring a brother's conscience. Merely for the sake of exercising in a special way the spiritual freedom which he possesses. It is joy enough to know you are free without taking our liberty further. Thereby hindering a weaker brother or sister. you know how great it is to know that I can eat pork steaks whenever I want? And even if it means that one day I can't eat it, not because I can't, but because of a weaker brother, I still have all the joy in the world because within my own heart, I know that I know that I know that I know that that Jesus made it clean. And even if I don't eat it, it doesn't mean anything I have forfeited my liberty in Christ. That's Praise it. God! <laughs> Even though I don't demand to exercise my liberty, and you would say, "Well, you're just tying yourself." No, that other person's still more bound than I am, yeah. because they actually think that they cannot. I know that I can. I just choose not to because of a brother or sister. Mm-hmm. Big difference yeah, yeah. between I can't and no. I just choose not to mm-hmm. break this. She's not <laughs> <laughs> It is not the eating of the meat or whatever, you know, it yes. could be that is the sin, yeah. but not having faith. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. First Corinthians <coughs> chapter eleven, verse twenty-nine says, For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily talking about the Lord's Supper. And, and really, in this case, without faith. That's really what it means. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily or without faith eateth and drinketh <coughs> damnation to himself, not properly discerning the Lord's body. A lot of people say, well, I can't take communion because i got sin in my life. Uh, hello. Hello. Uh, you got sin in your heart you didn't know about even if you thought you didn't have mm-hmm. That's why I can't take the Lord's Supper because I got sin in my life. Actually, if you don't have your faith in Christ and the cross, you're taking it unworthily. Yes, right. You could be blowing it mm-hmm. <laughs> and have your faith in Christ And you're just in the process of sanctification and you're growing just not as fast as you think you need to be growing but you're growing and if your faith is right you you're not eating and drinking damnation on yourself because you're taking it worthily because your faith is in the right object but if you take it without faith that's when you you're taking you're eating and drinking unworldly because to you it
1: means nothing. Right. Uh, there was a, a young lady and that they come the, periodically the, to the church. Uh, weren't there a lot, and, and they moved away. And uh, we had taken communion uh, one day, and uh, I noticed that they, they they didn't come to take communion, and uh, I didn't. Asked him about it that day, and uh, but I happened to see her in the store uh, one day, and I, I, I said, hey, I said, by the way, I said, uh, is everything okay? I said, uh, I noticed that y'all didn't uh, that uh, come and, and take communion, and it was just a casual conversation. I didn't put her on the spot. If you'd have been in the conversation, it was it was just casual. There was not putting her on the spot at all. And She told me this. She said, I haven't taken communion in a long time, and this is a person who's saved. This is a person who's come to, to know the Lord. Uh, this is not somebody who's not saved. Yeah, but I guess was that that those scriptures that you just read pounded into her. Her dad was a preacher and she always heard it preached hard. You better be careful. You better make sure everything's right with you before you take of this. And she was so bound up with that that. She, she would think, you know what, I do remember this past week that I got, that I got angry at my kids <laughs> and she she said, I just couldn't, I just couldn't go take it. Mm-hmm. And my heart just sunk because I realized the bondage that she was in yeah. because, because of that. And I explained to her what the Lord's Supper <clears throat> means, it's, it's not, I said this is the very thing you should be doing. If there's a, It represents all of the mercy and the grace that's been afforded to us yes. through the act that was done there. His yes. broken body, His shed blood, there is forgiveness there. And there is no reason that for those things that you should not be receiving uh, communion. I got a chance to share with her. But uh, it was a bondage. It was a weakness. Um, uh, uh, now it doesn't, uh, that doesn't mean that we shouldn't take communion with somebody, that's, that's, I'm not applying the same thing, but it's just to show the bondage that can happen uh, mm-hmm. there because you mentioned the fact that you know, somebody thinks, well I've got something in my life, well I guarantee you we took communion this morning and I, probably everybody in here, there's probably something in your life whether you even realize it or not like yeah. you said. There's probably something there that's not perfect yet, yeah. and I think we can all agree. Okay. And yet we go and receive grace. Mm-hmm. The Lord's Supper it represents that grace, yes. and it's a reminder of what He did for us at Calvary. And so the enemy is always looking to put His children, or put the Lord's children, into bondage for such things like this. And mm-hmm. uh, and so we have to be. It's all about faith. You know, it goes back to faith. You know, we do it in faith. We come and receive communion in faith. You know. Which goes to the next scripture
0: I'm going to give you. Hosea chapter 4 verse 6. It says people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. So, like that, a lack, a lack, most of the time, it's a lack of knowledge of God's redemption plan the cross because of the lack of knowledge God's children are in bondage that they should never be in because of the lack of knowledge we're in bondage to laws that we shouldn't be in bondage to into in bondage to man-made ideas man-made theology that we shouldn't be in bondage to. But because of the lack of knowledge. It actually destroys. I'll, I'll say this and we'll just move forward. But <coughs> There are more people in hell today. Because of religion. Than anything else. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. it's true. Because religion will deceive you more than anything else. It makes you feel like, "Oh, this is the right way. Oh, this is it. This is." And at the end, it because it's not God's way, which is Christ and the cross. Most, but there are many people that are deceived right into hell. Whatsoever is not of faith in Christ and the work of the cross constitutes sin. If we place our faith in anything other than the cross of Christ, we sin.